You're listening to A Playful Podcast, where I talk about everything from the wonders of messy play to stories from my wonderful but messy life. I'm Mariah, and I'm the creator of A Playful Purpose, Learning for Littles, and I'm so glad you found me. All right, let's get this party started. Hey everyone, welcome back to A Playful Podcast. Today's episode is actually a little bit different than the one I had planned. So for the weekly check-in, I'm just going to give you a little bit of an update about what's been going on lately and why this episode is not what was originally scheduled. So as you may or may not know, Dave has been suffering from post-concussion syndrome for over a month now. So when I originally set out to plan all my podcasts for the next few months, Dave was supposed to be my first guest. He was going to come on for this February episode and we were going to talk about kind of his version of our story and all things lovey-dovey just in time for Valentine's Day. But every time we would sit down to try and record the episode, it would just become way too much for him to handle with his concussion and he would start getting really flustered and not be able to form words and then feel overwhelmed and dizzy and all those kind of symptoms that we're definitely trying to avoid. So... We are putting that episode on the back burner for a while. I'd still love to have him come on as a guest, but we're just waiting until it's the right time for him and he has the capacity to do that. When I was on the hunt for a new episode topic, I decided I would just keep it really nice and easy for myself and do kind of a 20 question style episode. And I put up a box on my Instagram story and I asked you guys to put in some questions that you wanted me to answer. And it started out super fun. There was things like, what's my favorite cereal? What's my Starbucks order? My favorite dance move? Things like that. And then overwhelmingly, the same question popped up over and over and over and over again. And I decided that it was time to be brave and address this question head on and give it its own episode. And so the question, as I'm sure you've guessed, is will I be returning to the classroom after my maternity leave is over? And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. If you're just kind of catching up with my story now, I'll bring you a little bit up to speed. In June 2020, I moved to Nova Scotia to be with my now husband who works here. And I took a one-year position for the French school board here in Nova Scotia. And I taught at a wonderful, wonderful French school all of last year, which was 2020 to 2021. And then in June of 2021, I had our first baby, and it was a really difficult pregnancy, a really difficult birth, and to be honest, a difficult first few months of his life. We're now settling in, and I'm honestly loving each day more than the one before. He's just getting more inquisitive and more curious, and we're loving, loving, loving our time together. So the question naturally comes up of what's going to happen when he turns one? What's going to happen when that kind of natural turning point of the return to work question comes up? And first of all, I'd like to say that I'm not actually on maternity leave. And that's because I have been working on my business for this entire break. So I only collected EI for the month of June when he was, well, actually when I was still pregnant. Uh, He wasn't even born yet just because I was having a lot of complications and not really able to work. Then as soon as he was born, I stopped collecting EI because I was working on my business and you can't do both at the same time. You can't be working and collecting EI. So in reality, I haven't actually been on maternity leave. And the other reason I'm not on maternity leave is because I didn't have a contract I was taking a break from. I only had a one-year position here in Nova Scotia, and it ended when he was born, and I didn't have one to go back to. That being said, my school said they would love to have me back, and they would do everything they could to welcome me back after he was born and when I was ready to return to the classroom. But I don't have an official position waiting for me. So I guess I'll just say it out loud. 
I am not currently planning to return to the classroom when Andrew turns one. And there's a lot of layers to this decision, which I'm going to walk you through now. But I want to start by saying that I'm pretty scared to share this publicly because I think it could either be met with one of two reactions. It's either going to be met with the reaction of amazing, I'm so happy for you and that your business is going so well and that you get to stay home with your child, which is what you really want to do and something you've wanted your whole life. Or I could be met with the reaction of people who are upset that I'm not returning to the classroom or who think I'm going to, you know, not be as credible or that I'm going to be out of touch and that I'm quitting and I'm leaving everyone behind. And this was weighing really heavy on me because I do love teaching and I do love being in the classroom and I love working with littles and I love working with other teachers. But the reality is I just am not able to do it all. I cannot continue on with my business, making resources and supporting teachers behind the scenes. In addition to working all day in a classroom, in addition to being the kind of mother and wife that I want to be. Right now, I'm essentially working as full-time as possible on my business, and I don't see how I could fit in an additional full career on top of that. And the other truth is I love being home with Andrew. I don't want him to go into daycare. I don't want anyone else to look after him. That's something that's my own anxiety and my own insecurities that I'm working through, but I'm just not ready to give up that time with him. I'm not closing the door on returning to the classroom ever. I just know that until he's in school, I'd really prefer to be home with him. And then when he is in school, maybe I'll go back. Maybe I'll volunteer in his classroom. There's a lot of different things that we could go, a lot of different paths we could go on here. But I know for now, my preference is to stay home with him, enjoy this time that we're never going to get back together, and continue to grow and work on my business. Working my business lights me up. It fires me up. I have countless ideas. I've talked about this before. I'm an idea girl. Sometimes it's actually a detriment. I have way too many ideas and I just want to do all of them at the same time. So working in my business is exciting and fulfilling and I absolutely love it. And quite frankly, I'm not ready to give up that momentum, to give up how much energy and inspiration I have right now for my business in order to return to the classroom at this time. The other factor we're considering is that we want to move back to Ottawa pretty badly. As much as it's been a big adventure to move here to Nova Scotia, I have been struggling for sure without my support network, especially now that we have a baby. And before we'd even consider growing our family, we would want to be back in the presence of our family and close friends. We've definitely made some amazing friendships here, but it's not the same as having your family around. And it's not the vision I had of of Andrew growing up alongside his cousins and his aunts and uncles and grandparents. That being said, Dave's contract would be ending next January or February. And we would want to move back kind of within that time frame. So if we're doing that and I had a teaching position, I would need to be leaving halfway through the year, which I don't personally feel is fair to the students or to the school that I would be leaving. So then I would need to be looking specifically for a position that only went until Christmas. And I'm just limiting my pool more and more and more and getting more and more complicated. And even though it would be possible to find a position that would accommodate our hopeful move schedule, it just really comes down to it's not the best move for our family. Like I said before, I love being home with Andrew and I love working on my business. And in order to do those two things, I can't also return to the classroom. And I was getting really hung up on this fear, like I mentioned earlier in the episode, this fear of not being accepted by my community and by not seeming credible or feeling like I'm letting people down. And then what I realized is that I can't let what's best for my family, what's best for me and for my baby and for my husband be dictated by people that aren't in my family. 
So if I let the fear of people being upset or jealous or mad or feeling like I was quitting make my decision for me, I would be putting people that I don't really know above people that I love and care most about who are Dave and Andrew. It's not a decision that we took lightly and the only reason we really feel comfortable doing it is because like I said, I've basically already been doing it since June because I haven't been taking that maternity leave payment and I have been looking after Andrew and working on the business full time and we've been doing really well as a family. Because we have had this kind of trial period, we feel comfortable that it is the right move and it's something that's doable financially and in terms of burnout and stress on our family. It's also true that running a small business is a lot of work. There's a lot more that goes on than I think a lot of people realize. And since I'm working right now during nap times, essentially maybe three hours a day and a little bit in between is what I can sneak in, I'm working hard that entire time. And I love the work, but it is busy. And thinking about how much I do right now on a weekly basis and then adding that to either waking up early or staying up really late just doesn't really seem like something that I can handle. And one thing I'm really trying to be mindful of is burnout, because if I burn out because I'm doing too many things, then I can't help anyone. I can't help my son. I can't help you guys. I can't do anything. So I'm really hoping that people understand my decision and that you're happy for me. And I know that most people in this community will be, because that's what I love most about this community. We are a community of support. We are a community that lifts each other up and that wants everyone to succeed. And we're a community that's really understanding of burnout and what that means. So there's only that tiny fraction, that tiny percent of me that's a little bit worried that I'll get some kickback or that I'll get some people who are upset by this decision. But like I said, it's the decision that feels right to me. It feels like the right move for me at the right time. And as much as I am a little bit nervous, I'm also just really relieved that the decision has been made and that it's finally out there. It's so liberating to feel really confident and secure in your path. I also find that now that I'm out of the classroom, I guess I can officially say that since it's been so long, now that I'm out of the classroom, I have so much more energy to put into supporting people who are in the classroom. And that's why I've developed various programs to keep me in touch with what's going on. I have my brand rep program, I touch base with teachers all the time in my DMs asking for direct feedback about what's going on, and I have a huge secret project that's coming out in the summer that I'm not doing alone. It involves 20 teachers and educators who are currently in the classroom, because it is really important for me to stay in touch, to stay current, to stay in the know of everything that's going on. Maternity leave or being out of the classroom can be really isolating and you can feel really removed from kind of the quote-unquote real world. So I'm actively working on staying connected to everyone in the community to avoid this from happening. That's pretty much everything I wanted to say on the topic. I'd like to take a moment here and just kind of sit in the sunshine as I record this and relish the fact that I have been working so hard on this business for many years and it's honestly incredible that I've even gotten to this point where it's even a consideration to be working on it full-time and not returning to the classroom. This is not the path I set out on when I started my TPT shop, and it's honestly grown into something bigger than I could ever have imagined, and it's only going to get bigger and better. Especially now that I have the capacity to work on it full-time, 
If only you guys knew the plans I was cooking up. I'm gonna start sharing them in mid-March, so just a month to go, but there is something amazing coming this summer that I would never have had time for if I was working full-time and trying to sneak in work on my business. And this is the kind of thing that really reassures me that I'm making the right decision because I know that this project I'm working on with more than 20 other educators is exactly what this community needs. So with that being said, I hope you're on board with this big scary announcement, big scary decision, and I'd love to continue the conversation with you in my DMs, so definitely send me a message if you'd like to chat about it or if you're wrestling with a big decision yourself. You know I'm a big decisions kind of gal and I'm a leap of faith kind of gal and this is just another one of those things that is pretty much on brand for me. And that brings us to the end of this episode of A Playful Podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to so you don't miss the next episode. And until then, sparkle and shine.